Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls. Conspiracy crazies of all ages. Meet Pastor Greg Locke. Do you honestly believe, Pastor Locke, that the military uncovered tunnels beneath the Capitol building and beneath the White House and in the five-fingered lakes? Do you really believe that they found kids? Yeah, both live ones and dead ones. And if you disagree with that, you're just as complicit as Hunter Biden and the rest of them bunch of crack-smoking perverts. God's about to bring the whole house down, ladies and gentlemen. These bunch of sex trafficking mongrels are about to be exposed. These bunch of pedophiles in Hollywood are going to be exposed for who they are. I don't care what you think about fraudulent Sleepy Joe. He's a sex trafficking, demon-possessed mongrel. I'm telling you, he's going to expose Kamala Harris for the Jezebel demon that she is. I don't know why pastors don't talk about this stuff. Well, I do. They don't want to seem crazy. I'm already crazy. You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this Battles of Valley Forge episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. <laughs> my name is Tino, and joining me this week is my friend and co-host, you all probably know him best as Mo Brooks' American history teacher. Oh, man. It's Judson. Hello, Judson. It's my worst student. I just <laughs> What's it? couldn't teach him anything. Are you sure? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't teach him anything, yeah. I, no, I just mean about him being the worst. Of mine, of my students. We'll, we'll see. Of my we'll, alleged, we'll get to that. Of my alleged students. But if I were to tell you that one of your alleged students we're going to talk about a little bit later is uh, Madison Cawthorn. Fuck. But before we get to Mo Brooks and the, the great battles at Valley Forge, I, <laughs> I, I wanted to share a little behind the scenes info with all of you. You know how each episode I introduce the week's show with some silly descriptor like no. this week was what? the Battles of Valley Forge? You do that? I do. I hadn't noticed. It's just a fun little way to kick off the show and start a discussion on one topic or another. Usually we talk about whatever silly thing I've thrown in there. But some weeks, the inspiration just isn't there. So what I did was I, I turned to Judson for ideas and... Boy, was that a mistake. Yeah, I could I could have told you that. Here are some of his more hilarious submissions. Uh, do you want to read these, Judson? I mean, they're your work. Are they? Okay. Welcome to this Jovenel Moise Had It Coming episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. Oh, God. That's the president of Haiti, if people don't know. Yeah. Who, uh, what? Sorry, it was. Yeah, assassinated. Um, it, probably too soon for that one. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's on okay. me. Uh, welcome to this Justice at Last for Bill Cosby episode <sighs> of the Facts and Friends podcast. Oh, God. Judson, that How sounds could like one you? you. That sounds like one you could have written. I, honestly, I, I just <laughs> huh. this one I'm not particularly proud of. <laughs> Welcome to this That's How the Condo Crumbles episode of the Facts and oh Friends podcast. God. They just keep getting worse. It mirrors reality in that way. Just keeps getting worse. Bill Cosby off on a technicality. Irrespective of color, if you had to guess how a rich male comedian's prison sentence will be overturned, you would have expected this way, right? Like you would have expected yes. just a purely technical, he's clearly guilty, but we cannot punish him under the law. Yep. It's a slap in the face to every victim ever. Yeah. It is not a coincidence that rich men get away with almost everything all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're looking behind the curtain, it's only fair that we address the, the slow pace, the snail's pace at which new episodes are trickling out this summer. You mean this white boy summer, right? It's what <laughs> the white boy summer. <laughs> that's you haven't heard about that's Nick Fuentes, the no. white nationalist. He's coined this as white boy summer. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Cause a little later on, we're going to talk about a redneck rave that happened. 
Uh, that seems a perfect event for a white boy exactly summer. Exactly the sort of thing you would expect during white boy summer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, there isn't much to the explanation, I'll be honest. We we put a lot of time and effort into every show, and I've just been a little burnt out, especially now that my day job is getting a little busier. Sure. But please don't get me wrong. I love doing the show, no matter how much work it is. It's just some weeks are harder than others to find the time and energy to write and produce at the level of quality we, we expect from ourselves. <laughs> That's quality, like talking ADHD child star testicles. I'm, I'm very glad you, qu- you clarified there because I was confused. And lines <laughs> like, that's how the condo crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Judson. Thank you. <laughs> or, or quality, like the live read commercial we have for you later in the show that I don't think Judson has read yet. I have definitely not read it. I'm looking oh, forward to boy. that. Am I? Do I have lines? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, yeah. Oh, most of them. Shit. I see you furiously scrolling down to the bottom tap, through the tap, show notes tap, to try to find tap, it. Tap, tap, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So please just bear with us. We are still committed to this show and to all of you. But now let's get back to doing what we do best and move to the unrestrained mockery of dangerous and often stupid asshole Republicans. We lean into our strengths. We do. <laughs> Which brings us back, of course, to Mo Brooks. <sighs> Judson, it's it's no secret that there's an epidemic of ignorance that has an unbreakable grip on the TQP. That's, again, the Trump QAnon party. Right. Formerly known as the GOP. And though we certainly knew they had shitty science teachers throughout what little <laughs> education they had. Yep. Man, their U.S. history teachers were just as bad. Arguably worse. Yeah, arguably worse. Let's listen to U.S. Congressman and proud American trader Mo Brooks talk to last week's CPAC crowd about the hard-fought battles at Valley Forge. Now, our choice is simple. We can surrender and submit, or we can fight back, as our ancestors have done. Think for a moment about our ancestors who fought at Valley Forge. They didn't fight the British. They fought for survival. 12,000 Continental soldiers arrived. Five, six months later, 2,000 had died. Think about what they went through, burying your brothers, your fathers, your sons, 10 to 15 a day, every day for six months. That's the kind of sacrifice that we have to think about. And I ask you, are you willing to fight for America? Now, a few interesting things about this clip. To be fair, he does say that they didn't fight the British. He does say that. He does, he does say that. But he still used it as an example of fighting for our country. They weren't fighting for our country. They were dying in winter because of squalid conditions at the encampment. And because of several thousand of them had not been inoculated against smallpox. Right. <laughs> so that's why it's an ironic example for him to pick, because thousands of people died at this camp because they couldn't get adequate medical care. And it would have been way worse if George Washington hadn't ordered mass vaccinations of his troops against a preventable disease. COVID-19, I mean, smallpox. <laughs> Technically, it's, uh, they were inoculations, not vaccinations, just for the record. Close enough. Uh, they won't know the difference. <laughs> exactly. And also, what the hell is it with Mo Brooks and trying to incite war, civil war? Uh, that's, again, we, we all lean into our strengths, Tino. I guess. <laughs> we don't all do that. <laughs> well, I mean, we should. Donald Trump does not lean into his strengths. Does he have strengths? I don't know. Lying? <laughs> Lying. He's, no, he's bad at that. He's bad at that. He does it a lot, but he's bad at it. So, yeah, yeah maybe he doesn't. Well, another of your history students, Judson, <laughs> is our young congressman out of North Carolina, <sighs> Madison Cawthorn III, Reich. Uh, Not, yeah, Nazi Madison Cawthorn. Yep. Here he is attacking Joe Biden's economic policies recently on the House floor. It was Thomas Jefferson that said, facts are stubborn things. And whatever may be our wishes or the dis- di- dictates of our passions... They cannot alter the state of facts and evidence. Let's cast our eyes over the facts, shall we? 
Okay. The first fact is Thomas Jefferson said no such thing. Didn't say that. That's not a thing that was said by Thomas Jefferson. It was John Adams. Maybe he did say it too, and John Adams stole it from him, and Madison Cawthorn is the only one who knows that little tidbit (laughs) of history. But as far as historians are concerned, that was someone else. (laughs) And that's not even the first time Herr Cawthorn has gotten (laughs) history completely wrong on the record. I'm glad I could read it how you wrote it, because I I don't think I would have picked up on it. I just would have thought you were like complimenting his hair. Um, (laughs) But yeah, Herr Cawthorn. Got it. Okay. Okay. Here he is at the 2020 Republican National Convention less than one year ago. Isn't that shocking that that's less than a year ago that that happened? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here he is. And if you don't think young people can change the world, then you just don't know American history. George Washington was 21 when he received his first military commission. Abe Lincoln, 22 when he first ran for office. And my personal favorite, James Madison, was just 25 years old when he signed the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Slight problem there, you handsome little wheelchair Nazi. Several, in fact. (laughs) James Madison didn't sign the Declaration of Independence. He... Did not. Also, who the fuck is George Washington? <laughs> Listen to this. George Washington was. T- <laughs> Wait, is it George Washington? I think it's probably going for George Washington. Yeah, <laughs> but George Washington may have been young when he received his first military commission, but it wasn't for the United States, which didn't right. exist yet. <sighs> okay, Judson. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're not teaching anymore. I think we're all glad about that. <laughs> you know. This season has had a few recurring themes. First, there's, I was there's Ricky Schroeder's testicles. testicles. Yeah, that's been a prominent feature. <laughs> there's the whole one show a month theme that's emerged lately. <laughs> God, it's summer. It's, 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 it's so hot, and, and we just want to slow that's things miserably down. miserably hot. But also, we've been playing a lot of new games, and this week is no different. There's at least three, three new games in, in this week's show. Jesus. Okay. So, so first, please join me. And playing Facts and Friends all new numbers game, guess how many lines of Coke Don Jr. did before recording this? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Is it all? Is it all the lines of Coke? <laughs> Here we go. You'd be like, uh, I don't think Joe's smart enough to be like, hey, let's send them off the trail. Uh, don't hack the McDonald's on DC. I mean, why doesn't he just give Putin, like, I don't know, the keys to the nuclear football? Let's, what's the list? Don't hack one, Joe's basement. Two, Hunter's businesses. Three, Hunter's laptop. 10% for the big guy. Four, don't hack that. Uh, what's going on? We didn't start the fire. <laughs> it's like <laughs> listing random things. I'm, I'm still going with all. All the lines of Coke. Well, I think the game is hard because it deals with extremely high numbers. <laughs> Before you give your official guess, Judson, let's give sure. our listeners a chance to, to shout their own guesses at their podcast listening device. Okay. All right. Now, your official guess. Are you going with all? I'm gonna, I mean, all is funnier. I think I think three. Oh, I think it's more than that. Uh, I think I think it was just three. I, I guess the first question is: You mean like immediately before, or or, or like at what, <laughs> that what, what's the duration? Yeah, leading up to this recording. I'm going to go with 1776. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another game. Since since that one was so fun, I want to play another one. Okay, let's do it. All right, how about this? I'm going to play a clip, uh-huh. and you have to tell me if the right guy really pissed off or not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Walt Disney World recently changed its evening fireworks show introduction. I'm going to play two clips, not uh-huh. just one. Okay. A clip of the old introduction 
and a clip of the new introduction. All right. And you tell me what's different, and then guess whether or not the right got angry. All right? I'm the right guy. I'm going to tell you right now. The right got angry. I can tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. Here's the first one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dreamers of all ages. In just a few minutes, the Magic Kingdom invites you to enjoy our nighttime spectacular, Happily Ever After. Okay. okay. So that's the first one. Sure. Here's the new, here's the new intro. Good evening, oh, dreamers my. of all ages. In just a few minutes, the Magic Kingdom invites you to enjoy our nighttime spectacular, Happily Ever After. The one difference is the recording equipment got worse. Yeah, yes, it did. Notably <laughs> worse. Uh, they're exactly the same, except that right. they made it, the second one shorter. They did. They made it much shorter and, and much more to the point. They took out the superfluous the categorization of you know, people that they're welcoming to the park. Superfluous, you say? I do say superfluous. What is superfluous about the only two genders, Judson? Sure. Well, okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they be more inclusive? <laughs> but- they just weren't necessary. Welcome dreamers of all ages pretty much covers everybody. Yep. You know, everyone of any age who is capable of dreaming. Well, you're not wrong. The right got pissed. <laughs> the right got furious. Of course they did, because this and is you clearly- said, if there was something, the right got pissed. No, yeah. this is nothing. The right got pissed. <laughs> it's true. It, it's, it's like critical race theory. This is not being taught in any elementary school. <laughs> and they're super pissed about that. They were really, they're big mad. Yeah. So, okay. The tweets were, we need to remove Disney from our watch list. Next, though. Next, we'll get rid of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse because okay. they're not inclusive okay. enough. First of all, Disney owns- everything you cannot remove them from your watch list you can't yeah. watch anything if you don't watch disney they don't they don't <laughs> remove anyone disney haven't haven't been to disney world in 20 years can't say that i miss it walt had a great idea but it's been ruined by all of his pc successors <laughs> yeah that's what that's what disney is pete very pc <laughs> have you seen some of their cartoons like 30 years of nothing but tropes about damsels in distress. And that's that's the PC culture that you're talking about. Do us who are proud of our gender matter anymore? Why are you proud of your gender? I don't know. Of all the stupid things to be proud of, that is one of the dumbest. Anything that you were born with that you had no control over. Yeah, we talked about this last week, three weeks ago. Why are you proud of that? And they, and they call us snowflakes. Yeah, yeah. All right. What is that to be proud of? It, it, something you work for, something you strive for, that's something to take pride in. Something that you sacrifice for, that's what you take pride in. Do you take? Did you have to sacrifice for your gender? No, no, you didn't. No, you cis- Trans people had to. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sp speaking to these cis het people who clearly don't make any sacrifices for their, their gender or their generally their race, their sexuality. They don't have to put up with any of the stuff that people who don't fall into those predetermined correct boxes do. So just for the record, you're siding with the huge Disney corporation <laughs> here. Ver versus the rank and file MAGA people? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Why'd you have to contextualize it? It's less funny that way. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> All right. We will be right back after our first ever live read commercial, which Judson hasn't read yet. <laughs> have not. Have definitely not read. Be liver than usual. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> 2020 and 2021 have been hard on all of us, haven't they, Tino? Uh, sure. Well, you know what they say, my friend. Laughter is the best medicine. Sure, okay. That's why I couldn't be happier to announce the return of Bill Cosby in his all-new comedy tour, 
Who cares that I did it? The technicality tour. <laughs> I'm sorry, the what what now? There's never been a better time to rekindle your love for a comedic and rape legend, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Check our website for dates Bill might be coming to your city and into an unconscious woman. Oh, God. I can't believe you're reading this. Tickets are on sale now for only $50 with a two-drink, four-quaalude minimum. <laughs> oh, Judson, uh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, you wrote that. I did not. I hadn't clearly had not seen it before. Did it? Did, who, someone else wrote that for us? Did I don't write copy for our, for our sponsors. Did we hire a writer? <laughs> They're a sponsor now? Well, <laughs> you pick the sponsors now. Uh, I, I do not. Pick the he actually is going back on tour. That's a true fact. Doing a documentary series. Is it? A, it's like a. It's like a how-to. <laughs> <laughs> how to get away with fifty rapes? Is that the what we're the next big thing on Netflix? Is that what we're going to see? I can't believe anyone would book him, <sighs> or did anyone would buy a ticket? And but and yet they will. Oh yeah, no, it's absolutely yeah. going to happen. Yeah. But we held back in the first segment, Judson. Believe it or not, did did, did we? No, on some things. Some things we just let loose. But we held back on the craziest of the crazy we missed from the TQP over these last couple of weeks. It all blurs together for me, so you're gonna have to you got to refresh. <laughs> First, you know you've happened upon a totally unbiased, true news source when it's on-air political experts share well-reasoned, not at all threatening insights such as this one. Which raises even more questions about exactly how many people were involved in these efforts to undermine the election. Hundreds? Thousands? Tens of thousands? How many people does it take to carry out a coup against the presidency? And when all the dust settles from the audit in Arizona and the potential audits in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Wisconsin, what happens to all these people who are responsible for overthrowing the election? What are the consequences for traitors who meddled with our sacred democratic process and tried to steal power by taking away the voices of the American people. What happens to them? Well, in the past, America had a very good solution for dealing with such traitors. Execution. Wow. Hey. I, I, I looked it up while he was rambling on about executing us, mm -hmm. and he wondered, wondered how many people were involved in this plot to undermine Trump. And I, it's 81,283,098. Oh, how many people voted for That's Biden? How many people voted for Biden, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't say Trump. He said the presidency. So then I was thinking, if we wanted to research you, I look how many people stormed the Capitol on January 6th, because those are the traitors that yeah, for sure. tried to stage a coup and undermine the presidency in American democracy. And I still don't think they should be executed no i don't either you know i mean that's just crazy well that was believer of the big lie and ironically named pearson sharp <laughs> fail son dull okay yeah, exactly <laughs> advocating for the execution of liberals on oan one america news yeah now one could argue that he wasn't making the case for the execution of anyone because the people he's talking about that conspired to steal the election from trump don't actually exist uh but he thinks they do, or at least he's performatively pretending that they do. Right. So, so he's calling for the execution of all the all the liberals and Republicans who went like Raffensperger, perhaps you know somebody in Georgia who didn't you didn't help Trump the way Mitt that Romney. they thought they should. And how's it called? One American News. <laughs> 
Do they mean like one America after we slaughter everyone who disagrees with our insane conspiracy <laughs> theories? I don't know. I, I, I don't I, I honestly have no idea where they got their name from. Is one America the goal? I don't know. That's certainly what I would hope would be the goal. But how do how, how do you define it? Right. Right. Th- th- I think you're right. They define it the way you at first did murdering or exiling anyone who doesn't agree with them. But my favorite totally not contradictory TQP delusions are one that Trump is still president. And two, that he will be reinstated. Right. He's secretly president, has been all along, but he will also be reinstated as president soon. These seem incompatible to me. I totally agree. Okay. Which means that Q definitely, the Q people definitely believe both of them. (laughs) Well, we have it on good authority, Judson. Like M. Torrance 5 on Twitter. That sounds like a, a great authority, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this person was responding to one of your posts, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so what is it that you tweeted? So I was sharing this in response to... Basically, there's a some sort of post about one of these delusions that Trump was going to be reinstated as president and that the storm was still coming, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said, on the one hand, their delusions are hilariously sad. On the other... More people are going to die because of their delusions. We've been saying it for years now. Tino will back me up. Yep. On January 6th was simply a preview, not the feature. It may take two to tango, but it only takes one to terrorize. And then M. Torrance 5, whoever that is, said, Another Instagram paid fake fact checker here, I see. We're not stupid. The world knows all the social media outlets pay y'all to post negative conservative Trump messages. The election was stolen. The evidence is massively undeniable. Trump won and will be reinstated. Wait on it. Popcorn emoji. (laughs) Well, we have been waiting, M. Torrance 5. Over and over and over. Yeah. How long do we have to wait? And why is Instagram paying people to post on Twitter? Also, I would Instagram. I would very much like my check, please. Yeah. Can you please pay us? It would really help. I don't think there'd be three weeks in between shows if Instagram were paying us. (laughs) You're damn right. There wouldn't be. Oh, my God. Well, Judson, if M. Torrance 5 on Twitter isn't a solid enough source for you. He, I mean, you know. I, it's close. Yeah. We have another one. And we have a date now. I mean, another date. For, for Trump's reinstatement. Yes. Oh, excellent. By the time August 3rd, the morning of August 13th, it'll be the talk of the world going, hurry up. Let's get this election pulled down. Let's write the right. Let's get these communists out, of, you know, that had taken over. That the, And you'll see. When I say that, you know, um, and they'll say, well, what's going to happen to all the people that were involved? I don't know. Right now, the biggest concern is getting this election pulled down. Donald Trump won. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. Okay. And there were many down ticket senators, too, that they did, too, and stuff. You'll find all that out. Ooh, we lost the Senate, too. We, apparently. Now, is that going to be rectified on August 13th as well? I mean, nothing's going to happen on August 13th. No, so, no. That was, of course, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy and recovering drug addict. Very slowly recovering. Give him time. I, I feel like maybe he shouldn't have recovered. He might have relapsed. I think maybe the drugs were, were helping and it's it's this is not working. And Mike Lindell, he's not just big lie reinstatement crazy, Judson. He's hire Rudy Giuliani as a spokesperson crazy. <laughs> I've been sleeping on my pillows for some time. I love them. They're simply the very best pillows ever made. But I just found out that they also have a wide assortment of other incredible products like their mattress topper, sheets, towels, and slippers, and more. Okay. In the state of New York, I want that to like have a disclaimer at the end. Like, this is not a legal endorsement. <laughs> in, in no way does this constitute legal advice that you should use a pillow. Rudy Giuliani is no longer a lawyer here. <laughs>
I added the fart. I thought you might have. Well, they took it out in post, so I just put it back <laughs> yeah, in. That's right. It was clearly, there, there had to be something there. You know, Justin, if it were going to happen, this reinstatement, Friday the 13th does make sense. Sure. A horror movie, yeah. So what do you think they're going to say on August 14th? I don't know. That's a good question. I, it could go a lot of different ways. It could just be a new date. Mm-hmm. I mean, generally, these, these guys are a lot like the doomsday predictions, right? They always adjust. They just kick the can down the road. Yeah, exactly. They'll adjust to some new, well, now it'll be September. Uh, Supreme Court's blocking something and it, it'll take till at least October because, you know, new term and, mm. and yeah, all that stuff. So I would expect that to happen. Well, this Trump supporter has an idea. Ron, you genuinely believe that he's going to... He's st- coming back. That he could come back as soon as... Before before the middle of August. And what if that doesn't happen? Huh? What if that doesn't happen? We're going to be in a civil war because the militia will be taken over. So the militia is going to take over. What militia? Like the one they pulled over at the Massachusetts main line? Yes. Like that. There aren't enough of them. No, there there are not. They think there are enough. uh, And they think that somehow they'll... uh, Torn between the ones who think they can go all red dawn on the U.S. military and the ones who think the U.S. military are going to betray their oaths against the government, against the country, and and support the militia. So not small militias. He's talking about a military coup? I think that's what some of them would hope for, yes. Wow. But there's also those ones who want to be like, you know, Wolverines and like think they can take on the one of the most advanced militaries in the world with their You are on point with your 80s references, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All the young people are gonna get that, right? John. They made a remake with uh, uh a Hemsworth, maybe, I think. I if know. you saw it, you're the only one. I didn't see it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one thing I will say, Judson, and this might shock you, yeah, is that someone did say something recently that actually had me considering Trump's August reinstatement might actually happen after all. That does surprise me. I want people to be careful in what they believe. It's going to be very difficult to overturn the 2020 election. And so I hate for anyone to get their hopes up thinking that President Trump is going to be back in the White House in August, because that's not true. And I'm telling you as a member of Congress, that's a very difficult thing to make happen. That was Marjorie Taylor Greene. So someone's turned into a politician, <laughs> managing expectations. She's learning. When she said it might not happen, then I thought maybe it could. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Shut up. She's, she's covering her ass. She doesn't want to be the one who looks like an idiot on August 14th. Does she know that ship has sailed? Yeah. Well, I mean, all the other days are covered. It's just that one <laughs> day. August 14th, 2021? <laughs> yeah. Just okay. that one day, she won't look like an idiot. Okay. All right, let's be absolutely clear on a few points here. And two points. One, there is no evidence of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. Correct. Even Trump administration officials called it the safest, most secure election in our history. And the states that are in question are generally red states run by Republicans who have no reason to not give the state to Trump if they could. Number two, and you'll you'll need to really work to suspend your disbelief for this one. Okay. Let's say... Mike Lindell has rock solid, incontrovertible evidence no one else has seen yet (laughs) that he's just been sitting on because that's what you do when you have indisputable evidence that would rock the world. Well, he's got to take it straight to the Supreme Court, Tino. That's the way this works in his fantasy land. Well, let's say he has it. Right. For for the sake of argument, I will concede that that is a, a technical possibility. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't. It wouldn't matter a bit. Not in August, at least. No. There's no mechanism by which Trump can be reinstated as president. 
Period. At best, what you could do is if Biden were involved in it, it with this incontrovertible fake evidence that doesn't exist. Right. If Biden were implicated in th- whatever that plot was, you could impeach him and make Kamala Harris president. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love that. <laughs> or impeach both of them if they were both involved. And make Nancy Pelosi president. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't see that this is a win for any, anyone else. I, I, it doesn't seem like the right would benefit from this in any way. And again, the evidence doesn't exist. It doesn't. Even if it did, it wouldn't matter. The best that you could do, like I said, is if it would have to directly implicate Biden and then you could remove Biden. Well, Judson, the geniuses over at Patriots Soar beg to differ with both of us. Patriots Soar. Right. Okay. Now, you'd think that the organization Patriots Soar would have the word Patriots in quotes and spell the word Soar, S-O-R-E. I think I think I would, yes. But it's not. It's S-O-A-R. Okay, so they're flying patriots. They're flying patriots. Okay. And they distributed their seven-point plan to restore Trump in days, not years, at CPAC. In days? So if you would do me a favor, Judson, could you take us through this seven-point plan? Oh, absolutely, I could. Thank you. The seven-point plan to restore Donald Trump in days, comma, not years. Reveal Achilles heel. Pull back the curtain on the horror show that is today's Democrat Party. Watch Pelosi melt like the Wicked Witch of the West. See the Black Caucus and other key groups flip unexpectedly and watch the tables turn. That's ste- step one. How is that a step? I don't, I don't know. What's the Achilles heel? What? Why are all those metaphors being mixed? The Wicked Witch wasn't behind the curtain. She wasn't. <laughs> How would she melt? Like what? What? Throw water on the horror show? I, I I don't know. There's a lot of, as you say, a lot of mixed metaphor here. And the Congressional Black Caucus is going to flip? They're going to be on Trump's side? They're just the Black Caucus here, buddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think the plan is to remove Pelosi as Speaker of the House. Oh, okay. That's that's the Achilles You're heel. You're way better versed in this plan than I am. <laughs> well, I am the one leading us through it. So. so step one, I mean, if I were to follow this plan, I'd be lost already. Yeah, of course. Maybe maybe it gets clearer as it goes on. But, I mean, like, so step one, in in essence, is removing Pelosi as Speaker of the House. Oh, okay. That's that's what it, it's, it's. You speak MAGA moron? <laughs> I'm just telling you, if that is a thing that could happen, I guess, right? No. I mean, no it, 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 it's, possible. it's possible. Yeah, possible. It's not, it's not going to happen. So step two, witness a trusted conservative elected as Speaker of the House and finally reveal suppressed results of existing investigations into election racketeering. Okay. Now, do they know that they still wouldn't control Congress? Well, they think that with the Congressional Black Caucus, I'm sorry, oh, flipping. Black Caucus right. and other key groups flipping, they would then control. Okay. They, they, they would vote for a conservative. All right. So step one. Yep. Remove Pelosi. Get a conservative in as the Speaker of the House. Okay. And reveal this, uh, essentially Mike Lindell's information. That's what they're just going to do. Revealing the the suppressed results. Okay. Number What's number three? Number three is correct the official record. Reveal that Trump legitimately won the 2020 election. And? How do you do that? I don't know. Nobody okay. says. That's just right. step three. Okay. Step four. The Speaker of the House drafts articles of impeachment for Biden-Harris. Okay. Undergrounds that are not mentioned. To both of them. Yeah, for both of them. But undergrounds, like I said, that are not mentioned. Like, right. why? Okay. Number five. Citizen Donald J. Trump is placed into the line of presidential succession behind this vice president by electing him Speaker of the House. Okay. So really, this was step two, but they put it at five. No, it isn't. Well, I guess he wouldn't be a trusted conservative elected <laughs> Speaker of the House. 
And this I didn't know. Actually, the Speaker of the House doesn't have to be in Congress. Correct. That's not a requirement, which, like I said, I think this is really supposed to be step two. Okay. They just didn't. They wanted to reveal it later in the list. But they they really suck at facts. Why would I expect them to get the order right? (laughs) So, yeah, Trump's made Speaker of the House. Then number six, Speaker of the House, Donald J. Trump, then calls for a vote to impeach charge and remove imposters, Biden-Harris. Of course, that's not how the Speaker of the House works. With those articles of impeachment, they could impeach the president and the vice president, but then that would go to the Senate, which Speaker of the House has no control over. No. But then, of course, on to step seven, duly impeached, charge and remove Biden-Harris, whereby rendering all acts of said imposters while in office, null and void, and of no effect. Then duly elected John- Donald J. Trump resumes his rightful place as U.S. president. Uh, that is also not how it works. None of this is how any of this none works. Of the, none of this is how anything works anywhere. Even if... You you were able to impeach a president and vice president. The things they did in office are still the things they did in office. You can undo what can be undone, right. just as Trump undid a lot of what Obama did, and, and Biden is undoing a lot of what Trump did, but there's no magical, like, expunged from the record rule for the presidency. No. Th- th- and at the bottom of their postcard, they uh, <laughs> they plug their website. For more info on Trump, comma, in- Don't give their website. For, for more info on Trump, comma, in days, comma, not years, comma, <laughs> visit their website. Well, I wasn't going to not visit their website, Judson. <laughs> Come on. What did you find? Oh, my goodness. So you if you go to the uh, link that they give there, it downloads a PDF. I would say, but my, my computer doesn't want to do that. Mine did. Mine let me do it. Okay. It shouldn't have, I don't think. <laughs> it is a crazy, how many pages? 13-page document of every conspiracy you've heard and not heard of. <laughs> Great. There were links within it that I wasn't about to click. It says things like watch Nancy block long overdue criminal investigations into MJK, MLK Jr. and JFK Jr. What? Watch Nancy hide from questions about her dark relationship with Jim Jones and Jonestown. <laughs> watch Nancy love the BLM, the CCP and the weather underground. Is that people that control the weather? Only like one of those is like a, of concern to me. There's a list of democratically led satanic sacrifices throughout history. Okay. Long story short, these people are fucking crazy. Yes. Yes, indeed. But at least we have a plan. I'm looking up the Weather Underground right now because... What is that? Oh, okay. Because I'm only familiar with them as the... They're actually like an actual weather group. They do the weather. Commercial weather service. But there was a radical left-wing militant organization first active in 1969 in University of Michigan. Well, finally, Judson, have you noticed how Trump is now going out of his way to feed the QAnon craziness that he's still president? Uh, yes, I have noticed that. I mean, as much as I notice what Trump says these days. Did you happen to see video from his press conference in Bedminster, New Jersey last week? Uh, I might have missed that one. I was out of town the week before, and yeah, I, I don't know. Here's Fox News' is The Five gleefully describing the charade. I was struck by the very pre- presidential presentation at Bedminster. He had the throng of reporters. He had the entourage in the background. The only thing that was missing was the presidential seal on the podium. And it uh, looked like the White House. That yeah, backdrop. I, was, I, I, you know, I forgot who was president. All of a sudden, it was good to see him back in action. Okay. So if, if Biden forgets who's president, it's a very big problem. But if Jesse Waters forgets who's president, <laughs> it's because Trump's so awesome. That's well, that's what we're saying. I, I think I would rather Jesse Waters forget who's president than Joe Biden. But <laughs> I think so, too. And I, I'm not saying Joe's forgotten. I'm just they say that a lot, I feel like. So I watched the video and it's so clearly staged to look like he's in front of the White House talking to reporters. Of course it is. And Waters mentions that there's no presidential seal. Oh, there is a lookalike presidential seal on the podium. He 
he's been using a lookalike seal, yeah. And he also went down to the border and gave remarks as if he like somehow had any sway over what happened there now. I mean, now he's just a retired dude from Florida who's just taking like day trips out to historic sites and to, to I, I don't know. But I feel like he's doing these public appearances to fuel the conspiracy theory that he's still president. Right, he's secretly president. Because if you weren't, if you didn't know, if you watched these clips in some like contextless YouTube video, you'd think he's still president. That's what it looks like. For sure. And his fans are eating it up. I'm, I'm, I have no doubt. <sighs> They're just waiting for August 13th when they can say, look, our president is so great. He was working behind the scenes the whole time. He didn't take a day off. Not once. Well, we've never done a live show, but I think if we were to do one, Friday, August 13th, August 13th. is a fantastic day. <laughs> or Saturday, August 14th. <laughs> One of the two. We could just stream all day. We could just get on YouTube, put our put our webcams on. Hey Judson, anything yet? <laughs> no. Okay. Go back to playing video games. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, Judson, while we were away, we missed the 4th of July. Yeah. But we also missed Canada Day. <gasps> and yeah, I oh, know. No. And, and we have at least one Canadian listener. No, at least two. Se several, yeah. Well, listeners of our old show may recall that Judson has a special connection to Canada. <laughs> one that can only be expressed in song. Trudeau it's me I was wondering if I'd be gay for you You would for me This is usually not my thing I used to only like vagina But Donald Trump has changed me Trudeau, can you hear me? I'm in Carolina dreaming of how bathrooms used to be when I was younger. But now you see, we've forgotten how it felt to use the washroom just to pee. There's so much distance between us like 2,000 miles That's 3,219 kilometers back You're the hottest leader I have seen You can gravy up my pink poutine I promise I'll learn to love hockey and moose if you just let me rim that smoking caboose Justin, I am still outside Can't you see how hard I've tried To tell you how badly I need a new home And it don't matter if it's in Ottawa Now, Judson, has your gay for Justin condition uh, softened, <laughs> given given the recent revelations about yet more mass graves of indigenous children in Canada? Look, I mean, I mean, Justin didn't do that, right? <laughs> uh, 
And, and, and let's be clear. I'm not saying there aren't mass graves of indigenous children in this country either. So I, I don't know that we want to like start throwing stones in our glass house. That's all. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Well, before we get to this week's closed topic, I wanted to remind you that the Facts and Friends podcast is written, directed, and produced by Judson and Tina with contributions from a guy currently at Disney World to protest its disgusting PC capitulation to the <laughs> radical woke liberal mob. Also, the Facts and Friends theme was composed just for us and two hundred dollars by Omar. <laughs> Thanks, Omar. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, Dino. <laughs> We, we say it every week, but we can't say it enough. We appreciate all of you listeners so very much. And, and we ask that you exhaust a tiny bit of your time and your full allotment of 2021 bad decisions <laughs> to help keep us on the air. If you could just let your friends know about your 43rd favorite podcast. Man, we keep dropping. No, we, are, we are sliding, man. That's what happens when we take a month off, right? <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. We've had... Summer slump, man. Two shows in six weeks. So. <laughs> All right. Well, have them listen to our show, suggest they listen, and hell, why not send them a link to your favorite episode? And if, like most people, you don't have one of those, <laughs> just pick one at random. Anyone will do. It's fine. It's fine. The one where Judson cheers is a good one. Oh, good. Pedophile cheer? No. It's not any worse than anything I said on this show. Jeez. It is this show. Oh, this, this show. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode. This episode right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You sh you surprised me at the things you were willing to say on this episode. Yeah, well. That someone wrote for you. It's, it's some, some <laughs> mysterious person who, right. who is at Disney World right now, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. We also love hearing from you. So drop us a comment or DM on the Facts and Friends Facebook page with feedback, criticism, Bill Cosby comedy tour ads, <laughs> or... Bill Cosby fan fiction. <laughs> that works too. Also, please follow us on Twitter at Facts and Friends, Facts, Letter, and Friends. Individually, you can reach me on Twitter at Uncle Tortilla and Judson. Tell the good people how they can connect with you. Uh, you can find me at The Fault and My Arse. The Fault, the letter N, my arse. Judson, Kentucky recently hosted a five-day country music festival. Five days. Here in this, what, what is it, what, the White Summer? White, white Boy Summer, yeah. White Boy Summer. Yeah. Uh, the, it, it was dubbed the Redneck Rave. Okay. Now, some 20,000 tickets were allegedly sold. That's what the promoters at least claim. And I thought rather than just telling people what it was, a more fun way into the story would be for you to take a very short quiz about the event. So let's see how you do. Number one, which of the following did police find in the first car they searched at the Redneck Rave? Okay. A, an open container of alcohol. Uh -huh. B, marijuana. Okay. C, crystal meth. D, a person with two active arrest warrants. Mm -hmm. Or E, all of the above. Oh, it's definitely E. It is most certainly <laughs> E. That is correct. All right. Number two. Nice. What were there more of? Arrests or mispronunciations of Kamala Harris's name? Oh, it's the, it's the latter. That's correct. <laughs> also correct. You're really good. Were you there? No, I, I was not. But I, I as oh. you spoke earlier, I, I, I have an insight into the way they think sometimes. I am going to list a number of incidents or events that may or may not have occurred at the Redneck Rave. Now, you just have to tell me which of them really happened and which I maybe made up. Got it. All right. One, the 2020 Redneck Rave Kissing Cousins contest winners introduced their three-month-old child. Uh, that sounds like something you made up. <laughs> does it, though? It does. It also sounds like something that could have happened. Sure, but it also sounds like something you made up. Goldfish racing. Hmm. Uh, probably happened. It did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did make up the first one. Well, I am psychic. By the way, these are things that may have happened, but they weren't in the story that I read. Right. You allegedly made them up. So just to clarify. Number three, comic ping pong pizzeria haunted house. 
I think that's a made up one. That's right. A woman was strangled to the point of unconsciousness. Oh, that happened. <laughs> Did happen. That's correct. The best N-word essay competition ended in a 300-way tie. 300-way tie? Yeah. That's everyone that entered. <laughs> Only 300, though. I'm surprised. Not all of them can read and write, Judson. The best N-word essay competition is something you made up. That is, that is a fake thing that did not happen, even though I could totally believe it could have happened somewhere. Mm. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> no, you're right. It, I made that up. A man was impaled on a Confederate flag. Ooh. See, I want that one to be true. I'm going to say fake. Sort of. (laughs) Okay. Details? Yes, I will give you the details. It wasn't a Confederate flag. Oh. Apparently, some guy ran over a log with a side-by-side. I don't know what the hell a side-by-side is, but it's apparently some kind of recreational vehicle. Okay. It broke through the bottom of this vehicle and impaled him. Oh, ouchie. Now, I know where I really wanted the logs entry point to have been. <laughs> Do you know where it was? I don't. Okay. It wasn't in the story. Okay. All right. That has been the Redneck Rave quiz. We apologize. There may have been audio issues. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll figure it out in post. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to doing it again next week or the week after, or maybe the week after that. Well, whenever we can. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Take care. And on that note, there's something I'd like to address. A couple of weeks ago, I compared Trump's comeback tour to the circus, full of sideshow acts and clowns. I later got an email from an expert on the circus industry. This person pointed out that comparison actually was not fair, because unlike the chaos of Trump world, a circus is carefully composed and organized. That's a great point. Comparing Trump to a clown is most definitely an insult to clowns.